Monday mornings just got scarier. Tune in every Monday at 11 a.m. for another episode of Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with New England's own Van Helsing, Ron Kolick, and his inquisitive travel companion, Lou Blassie, the professor. Hey, that's me. Each week we'll delve into the realm of the supernatural where all that is is not what it appears to be. With remarkable guests, spirited conversation, and the occasional voice of the deceased, we'll bring you a whole new meaning to the term dead air. Ghost Chronicles, Mondays at 11 on Eagle Radio 1110. senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fine edition of Ghost Chronicles, The Next Generation. With me, I am Ron Kolick, your host, Keep It Around, with the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, the mystery, the magical, the macabre, New England's own Van Helsink. And there she is, my co-host, the little blomshell herself, Ann Carrigan. Hi, good evening. I'm a blomshell. Yeah, you just sneaked in there pretty quick. I was like, I Whoa. know, sorry. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, like, oh, crap, I'm not in chat. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh-oh, she abandoned me. Nope, here I am. Here I am. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you, uh, this is, we did a, what, what show was that? Number nine that we did? Yeah, nine. Nine of the video broadcasts, right? Yes. Yes, uh, number nine is that, last week. Yeah. Last, oh, wow, it was last week already. Um, yeah. <laughs> So do you find that, like, different than what we normally do? For those who don't know, they can actually see these broadcasts we're in. We broadcast live. Um, it's usually the first Wednesday of each month. Every once in a while, we bump it out another week. But uh, uh, from East Bridgewater Community Television, and uh, you can catch us. Uh, well, Togi carries the live stream, mm-hmm. or you can tune into www.e bctv.org and you can pick us up there as well. Right. And they're archived there too, right? Yes. On on demand. Yes, we have a video on demand service. So if you go to that same website, click on the video on demand tab and just go right through the list down to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. All our shows are there. So if you missed any of the live shows, it's uh, watch it right on your computer anytime. There they are. That's right. So I I, I like doing them. I really do. I mean, it's a long ride for me, but um, (laughs) I I like doing them. I really do. I want to make make them more fun, of course, because, you know, that's the way I am. Fun's your middle name. Yeah. Fun's my (laughs) middle name. That's a good one. I've I've been called other things, um, (laughs) but I'll I'll take fun. Yeah. They are Uh a lot of fun. Um, you know, we have a great crew. We have a lot of kids. Um, we have a multimedia club at uh, EBC TV because we're located in East Bridgewater High School. 
So right. we have a whole uh, whole bunch of kids that help us out on the show. It's fun to have, you know, a young crew and, uh, you know, they're learning at the same time, you know, that they're doing. So. Right. It's it's fun for all around. And we even have an audience. In fact, our we audience do. is is in our audience. <laughs> our audience is in our audience our, uh, this evening. <laughs> yes, he is. So we'd like to say uh, uh, a shout out, give a shout out to uh, Nathan and uh, thank him for being uh, an audience member. And, and if anybody wants to be an audience member, we, we don't mind you doing that if, if you want to make the trip there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But you have to be in before the show starts. That's that's critical. That's right. And you got to have a, your you, butt if, in the door and in a chair in the studio prior to like ten minutes to seven. <laughs> so, uh, did you see what Nathan just put on the? On I the did. <laughs> Rock puts the fu in fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Uh, and I gave him a shuttle for that too, huh? <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so if you're interested in becoming a uh, studio audience member, uh, you can message us on Facebook. And speaking about Facebook, uh, which what is our page in? We are Ghost Chronicles Next Generation on Facebook. Uh-huh. And I see we have 494 likes. We just need six more. Get your really? friends. Get your family. Get your mother. I don't care. Come on. We want to hit 500. <laughs> Do we win a prize? <laughs> No, which is oh, Yeah, <laughs> but you can pretend you don't like us. That's fine. I mean, pretend you like us. If yeah. you don't like us. We don't care. Come on. We're they easy going. Love us. But anyways, love us. Um, join us a little later on the show. We'll be uh, uh, a member of the New England Ghost Project, our uh, tech manager. We're going to talk some about some of the cases that because uh, uh, he's very scientific based. Uh, you know, he's an engineer. So it, see what he thinks of some of the cases that we've done and, and uh, how it's, he's changed opinion perhaps t- since the beginning. So okay. that'll be kind of kind of unique look at things. All right. Uh, uh, but anyway, so I usually don't mention these things, but I, I came across this thing on Facebook that somebody posted and it's an article mm-hmm. and I don't know if you saw it or not, but um Perhaps uh, uh, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Don't know. Uh, but anyways, let me read it. Yeah, it's not that long, so I'm going to read the whole thing. Whole thing through. This was in uh, May 26, uh, 2014, and the title says, "Horny psychic has steamy sex with ghost who is 250 years old." Oh my God! No, I did not read that. I saw you did you not read it. that. No, I really, uh, no. Randy. Randy psychic has said, oh, has been having raunchy sex sessions with a 250-year-old ghost, and she says it's the best she's ever had. There's a lot better uh, sex life. I don't, maybe she has, yeah, nothing to compare it to. I don't know. Uh, anyways, <laughs> K- this is her name, Kinky? Or maybe that's a description. I don't know. Kinky, Kinky Adrian Blackwell, 34, claims to go for a half an hour at a time with Beta. Uh, a Native American chief who was alive in the 19th century. Oh, that's interesting. According to her, the experience leaves her so much satisfied than doing it with a living living person. 
Okay, there you go. Okay. Uh, she, she described uh, <laughs> having sex with Hunky Bader. I don't know how she would know he's Hunky, but anyway, Hunky Bader is being out of this world. <laughs> A little pun there, I think. Um, she said it's like being on another planet. <laughs> I think she is. Yeah, I think uh, she's out there so- somewhere on another planet. Definitely. Something much more than anything humanly possible. My first experience was scary was not scary, just strange. I wish I had you to read this because you know how I read. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I wouldn't it's, read it, so there you go. Uh, you wouldn't <laughs> read it. I, yeah, it felt new, mm. but at the same time, something that felt very cold as if it was done before. I remember Beta getting into bed and holding me. Hey, how steamy are we going to get here? This show's PG. (laughs) But when I looked up, no one was there. Then I felt him on top of me like a warm blanket cover me from head to toe. Oh, this is very sentimental. Uh, It was was like having sex with our whole bodies, not just, oops, (laughs) no part of my body was untouched. (laughs) Okay. Adrian, oh, wait a minute. Here we go. This explains it now. Adrian, a sex psychic from Hawaii. U.S. Sex psychic. That's a new one. Yeah. She is known as the sexocyst. Crazy. What do you call those people? No, sexocyst. Like exorcist. She's a, a sexist. sexist. Uh, uh, having, having a decade of ghost rompings. Um, she says that spectrophilia, oh, we have a name for it, is the art of having sex with the spirit. And is not that oh, uncommon, an art. by the way. So it's now she's an artist. Yeah, she's, well, she's a sex, uh, what is she, she a sexist. So, she, you know, she's very uh, adept to this, I guess. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> excuse me. Anyway, she said some of her clients are scared to talk about it. Um, of Fearing they're going to be mocked. I wonder why. why. (laughs) Most (laughs) of the people I talk to have great stories and love their experience of sex (laughs) spectrophobia. Man, oh man. Unfortunately, some. Would that be a fear? A phobia is a fear. Well, well, no, if it was necto. necto, necto, whatever. (laughs) You're asking me, I can barely speak English. Spectrophilia? Yeah, so wouldn't it be spectrophilia? Get spectrophilia? It? Philia, but a ah, I get it. Oh, that's <laughs> good. It was, it was a pun. Mm. Oh God, we should be uh, on stage. Uh-huh. Oh, this this is this is sad. Unfortunately, some it are is scary. Sad. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hope you're almost done. You're not making. Yeah, it's almost done. Four more lines. Uh, unfortunately, some some are scary, and it's forced and unwelcome. Oh, that's not good. Uh, many are reluctant to talk about the fear. For fear of being ridiculed, we just said that. Uh-huh. Uh, that is why I share my story to put them at ease. Oh, that's nice. They become uh-huh. excited to talk about their stories, uh, and so it does help. Often that brings closure and stops the occurrences. And sometimes you end up doing a type of exorcism or spiritual blessing to end it. Okay, according to her psychic powers. 
Adrian Embeda, that's the Indian chief, uh, excuse me, Native American chief, were said to be husband and wife back in the 1800s. Well, I guess she believes in reincarnation, too. Okay. Uh, it was, they were meant to be a, a couple, but ended their relations 12 months later. Adrian says he is now looking for a human relationship uh, and hoping that she can make Bader a thing of the past. Uh, that's kind of sad, isn't it? Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> so what do you think of this? I'm, I think she's crazy, but... Um, really? Yeah. You don't think she's crazy? You think she's crazy? I think she's crazy. Uh, well, I, I know of, I have known of many, many reports of actually, of uh, spectrophilia. Mm-hmm. In fact, in my book, first book, Ghost Chronicles, there is an incident in, the, in it. Uh, so, it, it, believe it or not, uh, it has been reported. Well, okay. So, she <laughs> takes a big gulp of her red wine, right there. <laughs> uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> Um, you know, I guess I'll just have to keep an open mind for this whole there you go. An open sex mind. with the spirits thing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I have my a hard time wrapping my little mind around it, of course. Um, but whatever. whatever Nate wants to boats. know if, uh, if she got any STDs, spectral transmitted diseases. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's a good question. Uh, we should we should get her on a show. Do you want me to see if you I can track her down? Yeah, you think she'll call us up from Hawaii? Um, you know she might. Please, uh, we have, have we, on that show. Please, we have a toll free number. I'm Please. I'm sure you you're, you have many. <laughs> I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have many questions you would love to ask her. Oh, please don't have her on the show. <laughs> is, is that a hint? <laughs> please. <laughs> we could have her come to the studio. Karen in our chat room is doing a huge eye roll. She's like, I think she's she's on my wavelength. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, in the studio? So, no. Yeah. No, no. No. No, we, we would be not good enough for for our young uh, staff. Uh, no. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. But anyways, I, I just came across that, and I just I couldn't pass you it couldn't up. You couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, there are there are places. I, I there are there's a an inn in uh, the UK uh, that is supposedly haunted by a uh, prostitute, and she always molests the men in this particular room. Uh, oh, I bet it, they really hate that. Oh, I, oddly enough, this room is booked up for the next year and a half. <laughs> well. Hey, you never know. You know, I mean, how many reports do you have of, um, I mean, I've, I've had quite a few in my investigations of people saying they were being held down in their bed. Really? I hear that a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, who it's knows? I mean, yeah. I guess I, uh, I, I have to keep my open mind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just, it's, to me, you know, I've seen a lot and, uh. Uh, I've witnessed a lot, actually, too. But uh, I don't know. I have a hard time wrapping my uh, little brain around that. But I, I don't know if I, I just it just seems like there's so many things that's just not right about it. <laughs> well, I would agree with that. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I just 
it's just just not right on it anyways so maybe maybe i'll uh write a new book on uh was it sexophobia no spectrophobia spectrophilia yeah maybe i'll do that something like that yeah okay. whatever it was i don't okay. know but so anyways um one thing I do want to mention is that next month our our live show is going to be changed. It won't be the first of the month, so I want to, we might as well let people know ahead of time. Yes. Right. The um, the video broadcast. Yeah, the so July show because we'll be on. Annie is uh, going to be on vacation, so. Who? Me. Annie Banani. Annie Banani. Where'd you get that? Oh, it's a kid thing. They actually called you that. Never heard of Anna Banana. No, absolutely not. You've never heard Anna Banana? Come on. No, absolutely not. What no. is Anna Banana? Anna Banana. It's just something you say. Uh, something you say. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyways, so, so I'm going to be on vacation. Okay. So anyways, if anybody has a question and want to know more about spectrophilia or, or any other uh, ghostly related talk, they can ask in the Tojinet chat room or the Pararex chat room. So and we'd be happy to... Uh, Ron, <laughs> I'll be happy to make up an answer for you. <laughs> I do not. That... <laughs> but anyways, uh, so Ann, uh, recently you, you were... Uh, um, speaking with uh, the boys from the East Bridgewater Triangle thing, right? The Bridgewater Triangle documentary, yes. Yeah, oh, that's what it is. I know it was something with Bridgewater in it. Um, and there's a chance that you actually might be bringing that to town? Yes, actually. Um, we're in discussions uh, to show the Bridgewater Triangle, do- Bridgewater Triangle documentary at East Bridgewater High School uh, sometime in September. Um, we've gotten, you know, we've gotten the okay from the school, you know, mm-hmm. to do it. We just have to settle on a date. And uh, hopefully it's going to be, um, I think, towards the end of September. And uh, that's an 800-person auditorium. So if anybody in... Uh, you know, the southeastern Massachusetts area is interested in seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be showing it locally, and it's uh, it's pretty exciting. It's it's I think it's it's way more of an experience when you go, you know, to a big auditorium, and you know, actually see the movie with an auditorium full of people. It's pretty cool. So um, it, it is. And and for those who don't know, why don't you explain a little bit about what the East Bridgewater Triangle is? It's not the East Bridgewater Triangle. It's the well, Bridgewater Triangle. Bridgewater Triangle. Okay. <laughs> the Bridgewater Triangle is uh, it was dubbed that by uh, Lauren Coleman, I believe, back in the 80s. Uh, and it's just an area in southeastern Massachusetts where there is an abnormally high incidence of paranormal activity. And it's it's all kinds of paranormal activity. It's... it's um, Specifically centered around the Hockamock Swamp, which is practically right in my backyard. But, I mean, we're talking not just ghosts. We're talking, like, cryptids. We're talking uh, Bigfoot. We're talking UFOs. We're talking a high occurrence of, uh, uh, like, occult, satanic ritual kind of things. Um, 
abductions, uh, just pretty much it's a big potpourri of paranormal activity. <laughs> uh, and it extends from, I think it's North Abington is the top of the triangle, down to uh, Dighton and Rehoboth at the bottom, the bottom of the triangle. So um, they have a lot of eyewitness accounts. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's a, it's a, of course, the whole area was involved in King Philip's War, so there's a lot of Native American stuff going on as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just a very, very interesting documentary. The, uh, the yeah, it's it's uh, it is, and and East Bridgewater is is actually part of the the Bridgewater Triangle too, right? Yes, we're right, we're right, kind of, we're, we're in that. You know that epicenter, um, because we are right near the Hockamock Swamp. The Hockamock Swamp, you know, encompasses a lot of the Bridgewater area, extends mm-hmm. over into Raynham, um, Freetown State Forest. Um, so it, it, we are right there. Who knew? <laughs> so, well, that that being said, do you find? I mean, I know you operated your your team, East Bridgewater's Most Haunted. Did did you find that you think you had a more than normal uh, number of of ghostly cases there, or in town, or or, or not? I, I guess I think that. Yeah, I I can't tell you how many people. I mean, this is a small town. I, I live in a small town. But I can't tell you how many people approach me and tell me about things that happen in their homes. And it's, it's you know, I feel like there's a lot of activity, of course, given the age of this area, too. I, I think that I would expect that. Um, I mean, we're established back in the 1600s and somewhere. <laughs> Stephen Scott isn't in the chat room. So if, if he was, he would be chuckling because they're like... <laughs> Hundreds, like thousands of years in Europe, yeah. but here, you know, the 1600s, you know, is old for us. Um, so I do think that there's a high level in this area of Massachusetts. I, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, in town, I mean, how many investigations do you think you did in in town alone? Um, I don't know, maybe five or six. Mm-hmm. Five, six. I mean, I haven't done, I, I don't have as many paranormal investigations under my belt as you do, because I mean, you know, oh, you are well, I'm Van, I'm Van Helsing. You know. You're Van Helsing, you're 100 exactly. and something years old. So. Exactly. But, um, yeah, I, you know, we, we did have a lot of houses here in town and, mm-hmm. you know, like businesses um, that we did look at, you know, and we didn't have to go very far, even our own town hall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah, yeah. A and, lot and of they, and they were open to uh, um, paranormal investigations at the town oh, hall. Yeah. They still really? they do paranormal investigations there all the time. The count, <laughs> the selectmen are constantly approving groups to come in. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the old um, Hobart estate, and uh, we, should, we should do a live broadcast for there of uh, the video show. Maybe we could do that. That would be kind of interesting, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, we can't. Do... Well, I guess we could. If we did a live broadcast, we'd have to sit in the selectmen's chambers. 
That's fine. That's <laughs> so fine. We couldn't wander around the town hall because the cameras wouldn't be able to follow us. We could do experiments, and we could actually, uh, you, you know, have people doing stuff and, and uh, checking in and stuff. It could be fun. Anyways, um, uh, somebody actually asked, uh, any anything found on video footage that you've taken? That was from the Pararex chat room. Oh, uh, I was going to say, I didn't see that here. Um, so video footage of things that have happened you know, personally to my team in East Bridgewater. Um, I used to do a show called East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, and it's on YouTube. That's where um, I met you. Hmm? That's where I met you. That's right. No, hmm. you met me on MySpace. Oh, whatever. Or something like that. Ooh. I, I don't know. Yeah. On the X-Files. internet. Um, so, like, if you Google East Bridgewater's Most Haunted, you'll see our shows. We did six or seven shows, and... um and then I just didn't have enough time to do the shows anymore, although we did do other investigations that never made it, you know. In, into footage, yeah. Into, into a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do, I do still have old footage hanging around. But we have um, one of my favorite episodes is, was at a house um, in East Bridgewater on uh, North Central Street. And this was like your quintessential haunted house like everybody in town is always like oh yeah that house is haunted you know my sister's you know boyfriend's cousin's mother whatever you know it was one always one of those like always somebody that knew somebody else Mm -hmm. although I did know somebody that actually lived there and had a doctor's office there really uh, oh yeah strange stuff happened all the time so we did go into that house um and that was where my friend Mike Markowitz, who does the EVPs, uh, recorded this absolutely phenomenal uh, gunshot EVP. And it was like a rifle shot. Absolutely. Was, yeah. Hmm? yeah, I've heard that. That's awesome, actually. Yeah, and I mean, it was right over. I was happened to be talking at the time, and here goes this giant gunshot right over what I was saying. And I mean, off the scale, you know, if you're looking mm-hmm. at a waveform. Uh, that was a fabulous, really awesome thing <laughs> in my mind that happened. Mm-hmm. And then I also smelled that rose perfume in the house. Uh, we were in the house by ourselves. Um, and we heard footsteps in there when we were investigating. So that was a really active place. And they've since completely renovated it. Like, they gutted it. They pulled the roof off. I mean, I think probably the only thing that's original to the same houses like you know the the studs and the beams um and i still i still would like to just walk up to the door someday knock on the door and say so do you have anything weird happen in here and and see you know mm-hmm. but um yeah that was that was one of you know a few awesome places that we went i see there's a couple of questions in the chat room regarding the bridgewater triangle uh, do you want to grab those? Um, the bridge, 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 Bridgewater is a town. It's actually like one word. And, mm-hmm. um, Karen wanted to know, Ron, if you did a show on the Bridgewater, I th- I think maybe she's referring to the Bridgewater Triangle. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. So th- that's probably, uh, the, the, the video show that we did. <clears throat> right. With Aaron Kadju, who's, uh, the director. Mm-hmm. of the Bridgewater Triangle. That is one of our live shows. And and, and, uh, and John's is a follow-up question to that, which is? 
Amish, um, I, I think maybe he means East Bridgewater is most haunted. Is it amateur or professionally? No, uh, it's, I think we're talking about the Bridgewater Triangle here. It's oh, still the Bridgewater? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Bridgewater Triangle, uh, that's a professional. Um, that's a, a professionally done documentary. Mm -hmm. So they they worked on it for like three years. I think he said two or three years. It was a while, yeah. And it was yeah. they interviewed a lot of people and they shot a mm -hmm. lot of footage and uh, yes. it cost them a lot of money too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it did. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Karen says uh, she thought it was more uh, Maureen. Oh, you and I think um, Karen is talking. You and Maureen went into the oh the Pakwaji when Pakwaji's attack. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's video footage. That's on the uh, YouTube as well. If you look up when Pakwaji's attacked, that was when Maureen and and the rest of the NEGP team, Chris Belzano and Andrew Lake, uh, and we went into Freetown State Forest and ended up at the and I can't say that Anna <laughs> the ledge. Rock. Yeah, thank. No, the ledge. Oh, the ledge, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's where we ended up there, and uh, that's when that that video was shot of uh, the Pakwaji thing. Right. So, right, right, right. So, yeah, so yeah I did. think that's what Karen's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But that, Karen, I mean, that, was, uh, that yeah. was brutal. I mean, you have never seen Maureen Trans Channel, have you? I have not. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it was so funny because we're, we're working on Ghost Chronicles 2 now, and uh, the, the book is actually going to open with the uh, Pakwaji attack in it. So uh, you'll get to hear the whole story about that that uh, you can't find anywhere. So that's that's going to be cool. And we're looking forward to that. And it's actually a follow-up story, believe it to, believe it or not. So that's kind of cool. Uh -huh. But uh, anyways, so the uh, ghost hunting, I mean, it, it, through the years, and how long have you done, been doing this, Ian? I mean... Um, I'm at the 2014 now. Um... Uh, about nine. Nine years, right? Eight or nine and, and, years. And, and why did you get interested in the first place? I I've forgotten already. I'm like, oh, uh, wow. Yes. <laughs> it was, I, old was as I, am. I was already. I was always interested in it. And mm -hmm. then you know when all the shows starting out about back then, I used to watch uh, Britain's Most Haunted. And, oh yeah, that uh, was cool. Yeah. And the Ghost Hunters, you know, when they first came out. So I was all, like everybody else, got all caught up in it at that time. And like I'm like, oh, this would be so cool. I could, you know, I'd really like to start my own team. And I just did, you know, and and just started and mm -hmm. come a long way since then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it definitely. I mean, Ghost Hunters has definitely changed. And uh, uh, yeah, speaking of Most Haunted, Most Haunted is actually going back on the air again in the U.K. So Really? That, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's been uh, redone or whatever, but they're they're gonna be we'll back on here again. That was that was one of my favorite shows of all time because I liked the way they did it with the the history and the. And I, I used to look the little the little diagram of the building. I thought that was so cool where they yeah. you know everybody was was and doing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I they, I liked that show, and that's you know why I blatantly lifted their name and. Um, because I have no imagination, I don't know. I, but I, I kind of, I kind of modeled my show after that. In that I was, all, I would always, I would research the house. I would get the history of the house. Mm -hmm. I would record a piece 
about the history of the house, because that always intrigued me the most. Mm-hmm. If, if I could go to a cemetery and track down, uh, you know, where the people were buried and see all the family members, you know, that would just add to it for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then we had a, a bit on the, the EVPs, we, and we, um, Mike would present them, we'd talk about them. So I, was, I really, enjoyed it. It was a really cool show. Uh, I actually uh, had a minor role in one of them, which mm-hmm. I, that's where I think uh, I started thinking about you as a co-host. At least the thoughts were planted in my mind back then. But uh-huh. uh, uh, but yeah, we went to Fort Revere, which was interesting. But and, I, oh, I was yeah. sim- simply amazed, you know, because everybody I, I had worked with before. Uh, when we do EVPs, they would just go with uh, a recorder and that would be it. And then um, I met Mike uh, Markowitz and uh, he comes in with this freaking trailer just about <laughs> he had all these huge speakers and he had batteries. I mean, because th- this was a fort, uh, an abandoned fort, basically. Oh, yeah. No electricity. So he, he brings in batteries. He's got uh, giant speakers, all kinds of huge sound systems. Like, it holy is. crap. Yeah. Yeah. He, hey, go big or go home, man. He's serious. <laughs> he is serious. Yeah. He had oh, parabolic discs and everything else. Although I have to admit that uh, when I first started doing this, like 150 years ago, um, the first two members of my team, uh, Gay uh, Corey, she went and bought a uh, parabolic disc from, I think, a Discovery store. Remember the Discovery stores that used to be around? Yes, actually. Yeah. yeah. And she bought one of those, and, and she connected it up, and that's what she would use on her investigation. She would mm-hmm. go around with the parabolic disc listening for things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we not having a break tonight? No, we're not having a break tonight. It seems the, uh, yeah, so you just have to keep drinking your wine and keep going. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't even run up and get a refill? Wow. <laughs> get what? Get what? Get the uh, garçon to do it for you. <laughs> yeah, the, tonight. Uh, Dojanet forgot to uh, switch over from the video. So when we run the video show, there's no break in it. So uh, we're still on the video format. Oh, okay. So All right, we can keep I'm, I'm glad you glad you mentioned that. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're still well, waiting for uh, Clay to uh, call in to. Uh, so uh, as soon as he do, does, we we'll get uh, that. But um, one of the things you know about Steve Parsons, right? Yes. Steve Parsons, of course, you've met, but he is the founder of Parascience in yes. in the UK, which is is extremely. Uh, uh, I mean, they all have their degrees. I think he has a, a degree in uh, parapsychology, I believe. Um, and his partner has a degree in psychology, and, and she's doing her doctorate on EVPs. And uh, so, I mean, they're very, very grounded and very uh, scientific-based. Mm-hmm. And he founded uh, Parascience. They have their own protocols and everything. So this... Uh, year at the end of the year we're actually going to do a an experiment uh because i'm a a member of parascience now as well but uh we're going to do an investigation here in the united states and we're going to use parascience protocols which will be different for us because we we do do things a lot differently in the states than they they do over there um you know 
it's we're more uh, TV based protocols, I guess you would say. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I, I mean, really? I mean, don't you think that's what it is? Really? I mean, we are TV based protocols, and and that true. everything we really learned is what we've seen on these reality shows. At least uh, yeah. most people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I've gone into houses and been asked, uh, you, you know, why we didn't do it like, uh, you know, the ghost adventures or ghost hunters or everything else, because that, of course, is the only way you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. I always thought that was humorous. But uh, anyway, so we're going to try this experiment, which I'm kind of excited about because uh, I have not I, uh, we operate differently than than parascience does, um, so I'm, I'm kind of excited about it to see how, you know, th- th- that's one of the things I've always been interested in. Like, if 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 you're going to criticize something or uh, compliment, it, you, you've got to understand it. You know, it, it's easy just to do it if you you don't know anything about it and say, oh, that's stupid or this is right. blah blah blah. So no, that's why yeah. I've always gotten involved, like dowsing. How I went and learned to douse before. You know, I thought dowsing was bulk, a bunk when I first uh, started doing it. Uh, when I not when I started doing it, when I first saw it, and same with a lot of other things. But. To understand it, and and so I, I think that's a, a good way of doing things. And in fact, I think I taught you how to uh, yes. yes. douse, didn't I? Yes, Ron taught me how to douse. Everyone, in case he hasn't brought it up enough. Enough, enough, enough. Uh, yes, ceiling, he did. Ceiling, ceiling cat. By the way, says um, Ron. There is a difference uh, here in the U.S. from the U.S. and the U.K. in that. Uh, there are few parapsychology majors in the universities here, mm-hmm. uh, but they're still available in the UK, which which is true. I mean, we still have uh, the Shrine, the Rhine Institute, and uh, we do have parapsychologists in in the UK, but even they vary from uh, the US. I mean, the US ones vary from the UK ones. For instance, Lloyd Arbach is a parapsychologist. And uh, he certainly uh, is different than, uh, for instance, Karen O'Keefe from the the UK or uh, Cal Cooper. Uh, They they operate differently. Um, We do have the Ryan Institute. Uh, We have the SPR, the uh, Society for uh, uh, Paranormal Research. Uh, The American one, though, is a little bit uh, kind of, I was not going to say defunct. It's still there, but it's not very active. Versus the SBR in the UK, which is very, very active. But, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, they still give out grant money for research and so forth, which is which is good. Uh, I've always said that we really needed that in this, this country. Um, so anyways, I guess we have another question from John. Uh, John wanted to know if he, uh, before he buys the Bridgewater Triangle DVD, will it be on Netflix? Um my reply is that if you go to the Bridgewater Triangle Documentary dot com, you can pay to rent it for five ninety nine, um, and or you can you can buy it. It just came out on Blu ray and DVD. Um, so yes, you you can watch it online. Okay, so that was you can't question. <laughs> you asked. Well, I guess I, 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 it's not. Well, we don't know if it's. So, anyway, so I guess it's finally shown up. So uh, he must. 
<laughs> yep, he was uh, he was out getting his hair cut. So uh, this is the guy who's got the shortest hair in the world. I don't, he spends like hours getting his hair cut. I can't believe him. But anyways. <laughs> well, you know, when you're talking about perfection, it has to be. You know, you have to invest the time. There you go. So, so joining us now is is the tech manager for the New England Ghost Project. Uh, he is uh, Clay Ruck. Er. <laughs> wow! I can't really? believe you would screw his name up. I could screw I've my own name up. Never mind for like ten years. I was just going to say that. Yeah, Clay. How long, how many years? Yeah. <laughs> Almost ten, I think. <laughs> it seems more like a lifetime. I have to admit. <laughs> So, so, anyways, Clay, uh, why don't you tell us uh, first of all, uh, introduce yourself. What's, what's your background, and, and how did you get involved with the NEGP? So, uh, my background is I'm an electrical engineer by schooling. I currently run uh, the U.S. operations for an aerospace company where we develop uh, networking products for for uh, use in military and commercial aerospace. So, it's a little bit of a challenging career. And I met uh, I met Ron, and trust me to say, we'll live in infamy. Uh, my <laughs> wife um, became the research uh, arm for Ron's uh, group, the New England Ghost Project. And uh, through her, I met Ron, and we started talking one day when I looked at his equipment, and uh, I got to say, some of it was held together with bailing wire and chewing gum. <laughs> and I said, uh, it's, it's actually not far from the truth. And I said, uh, hey, probably. you know, have you thought about we can do this with the video equipment and IR cameras and, and actually set up real base stations? And he looked at me with that blank look they usually get from Ron. <laughs> and and, uh, <laughs> and uh, he said, geez, you want to come join the group? We could use a tech manager. And, <laughs> and that was that fateful day that I joined the New England Ghost Project. Uh, we built quite quite a, an arsenal of uh, of equipment over the years, uh, with the latest being our new uh, thermal cameras, which are just fantastic to play nice. with. Uh, and really, you know, from my perspective, being an engineer, uh, the, the the neat thing that I find about the Ghost Project is it mixes both the scientific aspect of ghost uh, investigation with also the the super, I guess you would, what you would call the supernatural or the intuitive I would say spiritual, side of, spiritual. Of, of ghost investigation. We usually say spiritual. Spiritual, I'm sorry. Yeah. I never but, was perfectly uh, correct. You know, you're absolutely right, Clay. It is you know, When we first started, and this is back in the day, I mean, ghost hunting was very new to the United States. And, and I always say that when, you know, when on the internet, which was fairly new at the time, uh, you looked up ghost hunting, you would find like 24 groups in the country. And now there's like 24 in any trailer park. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it, but we used, we used whatever equipment we could get our hands on. And, you know, I, and you're absolutely right. I mean, we, the equipment has gone so different from when we first started. We had, I mean, my, um, uh, camera, I, I camera at the time was a monitor camera that I believe it was for uh, baby monitoring at the time. Uh -huh, uh, yeah. yeah, it was cool though because you could carry along and actually broadcast the the uh, signal back to base camp, which was nice. And and all the and that's what we had. We didn't have DVRs or anything else. We had uh, uh, VHS recorders, and we'd attach them to a, a, a 
television, small television or a, or a monitor or whatever we could get our hands on. And, and that's the stuff we used. And, you know, our, our EMF meters were cell sensors. And, and back then, that's anything we could get our hands on. That's what we used. But right. now, and, and it's that was changed the cutting edge. In reality, it was. Ron, we were using candles and stone tablets, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I was, anyways, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> he was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my but, God. Well, it, so, it certainly has come a long way because, I mean, the IR cams that I used were, you know, security cameras, mm-hmm. basically. And. Yeah. You know, you hitch them up to, I mean, when we first started, I didn't, we didn't have DVR. I mean, we had a big monitor and a big, we got this big honking computer, like <laughs> decks, you know, to record the tape. Yeah. Yeah. Not VHS. <laughs> they, they, they were a DVD it tape. It wasn't Betamax, was it? No. <laughs> oh, you're too young anyway. You wouldn't know what that is anyway. I, I remember that on my very, very far past. <laughs> my, are you kidding me? Our computers, I mean, our, you know, when, our computers when I, when were back on you know all the ghost, ghost, uh, you know, ghost investigations we went on, and the equipment that we would schlep up and down stairs and these yeah. big nineteen-inch tube monitors and, yeah. and oh my god, I, I looked buff. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, not only, you know, was it was it interesting, but, you know, it was a good workout. Right, right, right. right. But, I mean, even back then, our computers were in DOS. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what DOS is? Or maybe that was before your time, Clay? No. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. My official answer, yes, that was before my time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is DOS? What is DOS you speak of? <laughs> is that German? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, so I, Clay, I, I, I mean, get excited for what the next evolution of the of the equipment is going to be. You know, thermal cameras being the beginning of it. But you know, now that I look as things get smaller and more compacter and more powerful, you know, what do you think? Thinking, projecting into the future, what do you think we'll be able to capture with more mobility, so less? Well, I mean, there's no doubt about it that the the iPhone is is going to be the modus operandi for most ghost hunters because you're going to have recorders on it. You got uh, better and better cameras on it. Uh, even Flare now has a uh, sleeve you can put on your iPhone that converts it into a thermal camera. So, uh, the, the, yeah, your iPhone will be your thing. You won't be schmucking around a bunch of stuff. You'll be everybody will be out there with their freaking iPhones taking pictures right. of. And listening and watching and missing all the ghosts. <laughs> They're going to be walking into walls with their phones. And <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you not seen them doing going ghost projects in operation? <laughs> <laughs> I have. We roller skated the last time I went out with you guys. So, you know. Oh, you, that's right. You were at the roller skating rink. That, that was fun. That was fun. Was that? That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> I, I think. I think. I think the spirits were just having more fun with us watching me fall on my keister. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was an interesting so, spot. Mm-hmm. So, so, so quite. It was kind of fun. 
So, Clay, I mean, you've investigated quite a bit with us. I mean, what are, what are you, some of the more interesting uh, investigations uh, that you found, anyways, interesting? Well, you know, I, I first have to give the disclaimer that I'm like a, a psychic brick. Um, <laughs> there's, there's really not a psychic bone in my body. Oh, I uh, couldn't tell that from last. Wait a minute. After last investigation, I don't know about well, that. Well, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> When I started, I put it, I put a qualifier on it, and you know, we've gone to some amazing places, and I, you know, I think it just, you know, the the, the haunted Victorian mansion mansion in in Gardner, Mass. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Houghton Mansion out in North Adams. You know, uh, you know the what going and doing the inn in Concord, Massachusetts, uh, and and just the you know the. the the Sprague Mansion. I mean, it just goes on and on, Lizzie Borden and, and what have you. Um, but for me, um, probably, you know, I, 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 one of the things just, just to, to kind of take a little further is, and, and Ron and I joke about it, is I'm finding now, because I've been doing this for a while, that I'm actually picking up more actually with myself and my intuition and, and what I feel. Uh, more than I did when I started. And I think mm-hmm. it's the constant exposure to it. And Ron, I'm, I bet you, you could even talk more about it. Um, but we did an investigation um, just recently, and I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name. Um, no, you can't say the name. No. A, I'm sorry, go ahead. Don't say the name, that's all. Okay. At, at, at a, a local establishment in Massachusetts, and um, we're working with our, uh, you know, with our psychic... Um, Leslie Martin, and um, I actually can could feel the presence of something. I couldn't see it. Um, I couldn't, you know, I, but I could see where yeah, I could feel where it was. And and you know, Leslie, I brought Leslie over and Ron over, and they confirmed that yes, there's something right there or something there. And and I got to tell you, for the first time, always being the tech guy, and you know, and I had my thermal imaging in hand. Um, you know, it was really a, a unique experience for me to really feel it. And I've had a couple experiences over the years, uh, especially out at the Houghton Mansion and at the uh, haunted uh, uh, Victorian uh, in Gardner, especially. And, you know, I've experienced it, but this was the first time that I actually felt like I could actually quantify where it was. It was an exciting mm-hmm. time for me. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, think you, so- I do think you develop it. You really do. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of that brick-like thing too, you know. <laughs> brick-like thing. But uh, no, I feel like I've come a long way from where I used to be, even though I haven't come very far. But I don't know. I, I do. You know, I don't know. Sometimes I, I feel more than I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it, it, it's almost like a. Uh, it grows in strength the more you do it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, so going going back going back to the places now. I mean, what ones? Are, you mentioned the haunted Victorian, and uh, what what is related to that that really makes it stand out? And, and what other places that stand out in your mind? Well, I think the haunted Victorian for for a number of different reasons. Um, mm-hmm. One is we we captured some amazing um, footage footage, in my opinion, uh, where you know, we, were, we had cameras, let me just set the scene to the stage for your audience. 
we had IR cameras set up on the second floor of the Victorian, uh, as well as the third floor of the Victorian. And each floor is connected by a staircase. And we had cameras trained on what was the nanny's room uh, to the the children of, of, of the former master of the house. And, um, you know, I'm not a big, I don't get excited about orbs. I watch them, but I don't get excited. And the camera, in reviewing it, this orb comes out of the, uh, the, the nanny's room. And two different, ep- two different episodes in that one, that those, those two cameras, the first one, the orb comes out, it hovers, and then goes straight up into the ceiling, and the camera on the third floor, which is pointing in the same direction, actually catches the orb coming through the floor and, and watches it kind of move around the, 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 the third floor. Which I thought was very interesting because, you know, when you look at orbs, you think it could be dust, it could be, you know, insects, it could be any number Mostly, of uh, phenomenon in the environment. But here was a case where you could make a clear correlation uh, of it coming up through the ceiling uh, and then showing up on the camera upstairs. So that was mm-hmm. the first event there that I thought was really interesting. And then the second event uh, in that same cluster was, you know, another orb comes out of the room. It goes to the staircase, which is a sneak staircase up to the third floor. And just as the orb is leaving the frame, the image distorts to where you see a woman's heel, like mm-hmm. the back of a woman's shoe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. And, you know, that, yeah, that was, that was some great footage. And then lastly, why I, I consider it the best uh, for me uh, was I was down in the basement with Leslie Martin. We had a group down there and uh, that were joining us for an investigation. And uh, we were in the front cellar room of this uh, this basement area of this house. And you have to understand this house is enormous. It looks like something out of the Psycho movie. <laughs> and it has a summer kitchen down there. Oh, no, it really, it really looks like the Psycho house. Um, and uh, um, all of a sudden, one of, the, one of the, the guests in the room feels this negative energy. And, and she kind of goes off and kind of says some things about it. And I could, this is the first time that the brick was actually feeling something. <laughs> and I, I, tur- I turned to Leslie and I said, are you feeling this? I'm feeling a very big negative energy. And Leslie said, oh, yes, we have a very <laughs> upset person in here. And um, the woman kept haunting it. Oh. And, it was, and you could feel the energy burning. I mean, it was sensation. And at which point, Leslie and I both had a, 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 a great fear of trepidation that something bad was going to happen. So we, we, we urged everybody to walk out of the room and the room was set, the, the basement set up in each of the four corners of the basement were these big rooms joined by this, this common center hallway. Mm-hmm. And we had ushered everybody into the next, you know, corner set of rooms. And I, Leslie was in there and I was standing at the door mm-hmm. and. Oh, pizza from uh-oh. the dead. Is that dead? <laughs> so anyway, yes. to make a long yep. story short, whatever it was was actually standing in the hallway, and it was getting, you could see the room getting darker, and it was getting colder. Um, we could start to see like a small, uh, like fog along the floor, you know, uh. nothing like 
in the movies, but you mm-hmm. can definitely feel the cold. Mm-hmm. And I turned to Leslie and I said, is it coming towards us? Because I can feel it. And she goes, no, it's staring at us from the doorway. <laughs> at which point, and she said it was extremely menacing. Uh, and it was just growing in strength. So we decided to usher everybody back upstairs before it, it turned really bad. And Leslie and I went back down looking for it. And sure enough, he was still there. Um, not as strong as he was before, but was definitely very strong. So I, that's why I think that the Haunted Victorian was one of my favorite places because there were just so many different um, different events and, and, and different right. uh, things that happened that it gave you a nice spectrum of everything from the technology side through uh, the intuition and the spiritual side. Yeah, well, anyways, that was the doorbell, which means pizza from the dead is here, and that means the end of the show. So we have to say goodbye to you, Clay. Great. Well, it's nice talking to you guys, and thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, and uh, I will thanks talk to you about. I'm going to talk to you about A30. You and Gemma and I are talking about getting together and make some of these old uh, devices. So I'm excited about that. So we're still on for that, right? A30. Uh, we are. Okay, so I'll talk to you then, Clay. Thanks for dropping by. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, Clay. Yeah, bye. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, I, I have to admit, uh, one, that was uh, the Victorian was an interesting place. I remember when you and I went there, uh, we ran into the cold spot. Oh, wait a minute, that was the whole Victorian. <laughs> yeah, it was freezing. <laughs> that was horrid. Absolutely freezing. <laughs> one yes, of the most was. coldest places. Anyways, this is tunes which we have to wrap it up. So, Anne, thank you so much for joining us tonight, and Clay, thank you, and thanks for all our listeners and. Uh, Next month, we'll have another video broadcast. I believe it's going to be the second week in July, correct? Yes, second week of July. Second week of July. We'll have our regular shows until then. The regular show till then. Next week, we're going to have uh, Anne Winsper from the UK. Uh, She is the co-founder of Parascience and is doing her uh, PhD on EVP. So she'll be in next week. Okay, so till then, good night and God bless everyone. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. Goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us.